Man, I love Days. Days is one of my favorite games. I'm I glad they have a standalone Days. The dumbest debate about this game online the other day, which was the Daisy or Day Z. Do you think that would be the debate that everybody has? Mm-hmm. Nope. This debate was about whether or not Daisy meant for Day of the Zombies, basically, or if it meant it's the last day. Of oh. humans. Like it's the Z day. I always thought it was a Daisy like a flower. I never thought of it that way. What was you just big, blew my mind. What was the big debate when we first discovered this game? Was was it? Uh, they, was it officially Daisy or is it Day Z? Was it? I don't remember. <laughs> it's stupid. It's Daisy. Yeah, I call it Daisy too. So if you're listening to this game time from somewhere else in the world where you say Z instead of Z, too fucking bad, right? Yeah. Is, that, is it okay? <laughs> have, have we, Gus, we've been doing this stuff for 12 goddamn years. Just a rooster teeth. Uh, Something like that, yeah. 12 years in April. Yeah. Have we reached that point now where it's like, we're not even trying to be sensitive to other people's feelings and stuff here. No, no, I'm totally sensitive. I'm a big sensitive guy. Are you? Yeah, I'm super sensitive. <laughs> Are you really? I don't know. The, Fuck it. So we can pick a character now, I see. We can be male or female. You always play a female character. Not always. I don't know where that started. I do frequently. Now, I would say more often than not I'm male, but it's not all the time I play a female character. You once specifically said that when you play an MMO, and I think Jack Patillo agreed with you, that you always play... A female character because you'd rather look at a female all the time than some dude. Well, I'd rather look at a girl's butt than a dude's butt. That's well, true. That is true, but it is a digital girl's butt versus a digital dude's butt. And is that a butt's a butt, man. <laughs> Just saying. A butt is a butt. All right, so we'll be male. Uh, what skin do we want? Do we want light skin? Very dark. Well, that was a big change. Light to very dark. Okay, very dark skin or light. Which one? Oh, wait, now here's dark. dark. Let's go backwards. You're, you're supposed to probably go the other way. Light. Yeah, medium. I see medium. Why's it got to be Asian? Uh, I like <laughs> this. I like this little little uh, little in kind of unstated racism. Light is the top choice, and when I go left, when I go to the lesser choices, they are all dark. See the less things. <laughs> oh, look at this. Fucking subtle. <laughs> you, you caught it. <laughs> so do we want to be light white people? Medium equals Asian, I guess. Dark is Hispanic, and then very dark is black. Yeah. So what are we? Uh, I don't know. I would probably pick medium, but that dude's let's Asian. Do it. No, let's do let's do Asians in the okay. apocalypse. You know, the, the, I don't see many people who are Asian in, in zombie movies. There's that guy in Walking Dead, Glenn. Right? Oh, Glenn is. Yeah, but Glenn. He's the only crossover between the Walking Dead video game and the Walking Dead TV show so far that I know of. And the Walking Dead comic book. He's in all of them. Oh, okay. All right, so because Daisy or Daisy, this, this game, let's just say this game from now on. Daisy. Because this game is more likely to get killed by humans than by zombies, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a pseudo camo here. Of course, absolutely. Oh, uh, look, we can change the color of the. Do you have any wingtips? Do you remember we used to play Halo and people would choose gray armor in the original Halo because yeah. it was like the hardest to see? There wasn't any black option. Yeah. Because they didn't want you blending in. Now I'm doing green shoes. What I would do in Halo, starting in Halo 2 when we could play online, I would play a mixture of red and blue armors. Like on one armor set. On, you played an elite character. Yeah, too. that way people would never knew. I, I, in my head, it would give them like pause for just half a second and they would think, is this guy red or blue? And give me a chance to shoot them. And there was always the theory, too, that the elites had a smaller head box. No, I thought the elites head had head a box. I thought the rumor was the elites had a bigger hitbox. A bigger hitbox, but a smaller head hitbox. Oh, right. Especially from yeah. behind. Yeah. Which is something I've never understood. Here, let's play. People are going to be fucking aggro. We're sitting on the character menu. I like that you can set default here. It just goes to show that you're going to be making so many characters in this game because this is a game that has permadeath. Yeah. All right. So I've set default. Let's play. Where's our dude? Oh, uh, what happened to our dude? <laughs> What's going on? All right. Fucking. I will say, report. when I loaded this game up, it does say we are playing the alpha version of DayZ, so 
you're going to see shit like this. Oh, what the hell happened? No, I think we're good. You think we are? Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> we're going to have a... We're, gonna have a, we're, we're, a, we're a not going to know. We're, first thing we have to do when we get in the game, fuck the zombies, we have to go find a mirror. Fuck the zombies, find a mirror. Okay. And right. we also want to play an essential server because we're recording this in the daytime, in central time, and we want to have a daytime server, not some lousy... I don't play Daisy at night. It's horrible. It's horrible. This is a, this is a game where... We're playing with Kamio Tits. <laughs> Kamio Tits. Who else is in our server? Oh, shit. i got to watch out because we'll get shot here. All right. Here we are. We're, we're in Oh, the town. zombie. Where? Over there. He's like a fat zombie. No, oh, oh, he saw shit, us. This is a bad way to start. All right. So, can I outrun him? He's just no, you're just going to attract more attention. you got to fucking punch your bitch. I don't have any weapons. Around. Maybe he has a mirror. That's not us. Maybe we could ask him. Maybe we can ask him. Oh shit! Here we go. Is this a racism thing or? Man, guy, the, the guy. The zombies have terrible hair. He needs a haircut. Fucking clean that shit up, man. Come here, you. All right. I want to drink something in the middle of a fight with a zombie. I want to drink something. You think so, like you're thinking like? Maybe really is a soda. <laughs> I'm being attacked by the Walking Dead, but I sure could go for a Gatorade. Stay down, you bitch. What is that? What, where did she come from? She came from a business meeting. Oh, get... Oh, this, this is... Sorry. Uh, dress barn called. They want to fucking... They want their suit back. <laughs> dress barn... I always thought that was a terrible name for a store. Yeah. Or like, uh, there was Burlington Coat Factory, too. Oh, we're bleeding? I'm bleeding like a motherfucker already. God dang this game. So this is a game where if I die... I basically have permadeath, but all that really means is I lose my inventory, and I have jack shit apparently right now. Yeah. Come here, you. Well, shit, we're already bleeding. I thought I was supposed to start on the beach. I guess my test, I kept my character. Well, yeah. The, so the, this the, is, bleeding's a big deal, because now we've got to find bandages, we're just going to fucking bleed out and be shitty now. What do you start with? What was that? With? Was that her? It wasn't someone else, was it? You start with uh, yeah. some clothes and yep. a flashlight and battery. Well, the people that kill it are gone. Okay, so let's see. Yeah. Bleeding and thirsty. You can see, like, the screen's kind of desaturating a bit. Oh, my. Because we're fucking bleeding out like yep. a stuck pig. This is working well. Uh, oh, I'm oh. in, in Forgaderg. Forgaderg. Look, right. Forgaderg. I don't believe they have a pharmacy around here somewhere. I can pick up some bandages. This is, I remember from playing the, uh, this started off as a mod for uh, Arma 2. And it became, really, for a lot of people... The only reason they got Arma 2 was to play Daisy the Mod. I really wasn't familiar with the Arma series at all. No. I, I couldn't have told you what Arma was before Daisy. I don't think. How would you describe it now that you have such such experience with it? With Daisy, would you say it's a military simulator? Is Arma that... is a very thorough, yeah, like warfare simulation. It's really involved. Yeah, I mean, it takes simulation to the next level. Like, I mean, we're bleeding. Yeah, that's a good point. We're bleeding, and we want something to drink. All right, so hopefully there's a house here. From what I remember playing this game in the mod, nah, nah, nah. You no, it's spirit. already black and white. We're fucked. You got a spirit. Got a pope. Yep, we're fucked. All right, well, Can, that was fun. We, we should have drank our blood. That's what I get for not being a medium Asian. <laughs> we should have drank our own blood. It would have fixed the problem, right? <laughs> That's the circle of life. <laughs> okay, we, that was awesome. So now that I'm unconscious, what do I do? Do I just wait to be revived or wait to bleed out? Yeah. You're, we're, we're pretty much dead. You need to play, like, hold music <laughs> while you're doing this. All right? Do you think you would dream at this point? Or would, like, blood loss just... You'd be out? I wouldn't even want to try it. I don't know. I, usually people who have some kind of trauma have no memory of that day. Like, there's something that happens uh, in the human brain that protects you from the experience of, of uh, being traumatized. Well, what if it was a slow bleed out? Did you know that's a part of uh, anesthesia when you, when you have surgery? 
they give you an amnesiac. Yeah. So that you're you don't remember being cut on. Yeah. That's how come that isn't used for anything else? I don't understand. I don't think anyone really understands how that stuff works, and that's probably oh we just respawn right there. Right. That's probably the most frightening thing to me. It might kill my current character. Are you sure you don't want to lay around doing nothing? I think we're I think we're good. Alright, we're good. It's like people don't understand how it works and it doesn't work for some people and no one knows why. That command in the bottom left hand corner has to be the best computer com computer command ever. Ready default. <laughs> what does that mean? No, it's exclamation mark. Ready default <laughs> Is it's that like, my character name? It's like the two thousand eight banks all over again. Default? Yeah, so the um, let's let's so let's talk about this. What are we going to talk about today besides Daisy? Should we talk about how you and I got to know each other? How long have we known each other? Uh, coming up on sixteen years in February, in like two months. How is it possible that is, is like the are the guys at Rooster Teeth? Who did you meet first? Did you meet me or Jeff first? I met you first. I met Jeff a year later. Okay, so. We have known each other, so now am I the person in your life you've known the longest that you interact with the most? Yeah, definitely. On a regular basis. Yeah. You're that for me, too. No, Hullum's that for me. Damn. So Hullum. you're saying i got to get rid of him. Hullum and, jo <laughs> and Joel. You can also get rid of him. But isn't that crazy to think about that? How is it possible that for 16 years we interact with each other this much and we still are okay? Oh, Gus is like, he's at my house and he's wiping down my... Oops. I think we lost this year. Run, please wait still. But, uh... How is it possible that we've known each other that long, interact with each other that much, and we still don't absolutely hate each other? How is that even possible? Um, I'm exiting. Liquor. <laughs> it's like it's like you said. You take something that makes you forget. Then, hey, it's like it's all, it's all new again. <laughs> I go home and bleed myself out every night and then get new blood. All right, so now I'm here. It's our default? No, wait. That is our default. That's medium Asian. Yeah, I'm a medium Asian. All right, so I'll go male, female. Maybe that'll do it. Back. If I play, is it really going to put me in as an unconscious dude? Let's find out. Oh, my God. We said respawn. I did, but it said please wait. All right, central server. Where's a low ping time? Can I sort by times? Yeah. I don't want to do that either, though. Do I? I yeah, guess you do. Central time. Look like right there, first one. But what, what time zone is that? Oh. Dallas, right? Here, DAL? Here's central right okay. here. That's just, I'm not taking any chances. I do not want to play Daisy in the dark. And we did say it earlier, the time of the server is equal to the time in the game. So a lot of times the server, even though it's in, in like central time, they'll have it offset for because people can't play during work and school. Oh, cool. Okay, so this is the classic starting for Daisy. I'm on the beach, and I have jack shit. I have a flashlight and batteries. So well, at least we don't have a zombie in front of us, and at least we're not bleeding. And at least I've you know got a house where I can search for some stuff. You know what the best I used to do? The <laughs> you're gonna hate me for this. The most fun I used to have when I would play it before standalone was I would just walk up and down the beach waiting for people to spawn and just shoot them. Yeah, just shoot them. You know what? I, that yeah, that's pretty shitty. But I would rather be shot on the beach than get a bunch of stuff and then get shot. Yeah, they never had much stuff, but it was fun. That was terrible. Is that turnaround I did with the mouse? That's, yeah. I'm, my mouse things are fucked up. As long as the zombies stay in front of us, we're okay. I'm going to get stuck on a piece of it. And this is an alpha. I want to point that out. They keep telling us every time we load the game that it's an alpha. All right. How are we looking here? Uh, I think we're good. What's that? So we close the door. So what's the point of this game? Just to survive. So you got to go around. you got to get supplies. you got to get weapons. And uh, you can really build up equipment. Like you can get, you know, shotguns, assault rifles. There's vehicles. But you got to keep everything in good repair. Rotten orange. We might want they, that later. We might trade it. Somebody, <laughs> somebody's making like a rotten potpourri or something. So oh. in the uh, in the old version of DayZ, before standalone, there were set spawn points. You knew that 
you know, for example, shotguns would always spawn at a farm, uh, military bases, and like crash helicopters would have, you know, military grade gear. Uh, hospitals would always have, you know, bandages and shit like that. The spawn system's really a lot more elaborate now, so anything can be anywhere. Uh, and things can spawn like under beds. What? Yeah. No, how do I get down there? Uh, I think Z will make you go prone. Dead. Yeah, okay, we're clear. And then C should bring you back up. I wanted, I think C is standing, X is crouching, and Z is lay prone. This is a PC game. Yeah. The way you said lay prone, it sounded like a French word. Lay prone. Le prone. Oh. All right, so let's go. He's crashing down, though. I feel like having a drink. He stands up. No, I'm stood up. He wants a fucking drink. So um, you just got to go around and... You'll find quickly, like when I started playing this game, I thought, okay, you know, if I see a human, we got to work together, we can beat the zombies. After, you know, five hours of playing, you realize humans are just trouble. Humans are, are jackasses. Yeah, you, you, if you do not know that person you see in real life, they are a liability and you should shoot them immediately. No, to listen to you. So what ends up happening is you run into people and you have these like weird standoffs. Where you're just like staring at each other, waiting for someone to make the first move to kill the other person. Yeah. Or you just they just or just shoot, shoot. or just, just shoot it. Just fucking shoot. Yeah. There is no benefit. Uh, then they, they, there is no upside to dealing with other humans. It seems like it's only downside all the time. Right. Well, if you kill them, you get their shit. Right. Um, there was that weird story back during the previous iteration of this game where a guy was taken was kidnapped essentially. Remember that? And it was taken hostage right. by other players. And they took him to, like, some hill campground they had where they made him fight other hostages <laughs> with axes, right? Yes. And they made them do it. Otherwise, they would kill them all. That's so fucking weird. So fucking weird. It's so weird. And there's it, no rules to it. Like, there's no rules for human interaction. Can, can you open that fridge? Is there can something I? back there? Let me see. Oh, there's a rotten banana. Or just banana. Nope. No, rotten banana. Right, rotten banana. What's the brand of the fridge? Uh... Un unknown. That was a weird three-burner stove. <laughs> All right, let's go upstairs. What the hell oh, is that's that? That's creepy. It looks like a payday mask. Yeah, it does. Wolf mask. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking put that shit on. Yeah! Wow, look at me. Thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> Same my character. Ready, thirsty. i got to find some drinking water. Oh, that's good. Maybe. Maybe. Nope. Yeah, Daisy, one of the frustrating things about it, you never know what you can open and what you can't. Man, they love bananas. Rotten bananas, more like it. You know how it is, when you make something in the game, you want to put it everywhere because you have that one model. Maybe it's there for scale. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> that is a bench-sized bench. I know, because it's a banana for scale. Uh, can I go in that house over there? Mm, probably. Wait, I came in this I came well, out that where's, gate. where's the beach? Yeah, we came from over there. I came out that gate down there, though. Okay, so if I'm going back in here. Uh, there used to be a way to climb over shit, but I don't know how that what that is in this. Oop, I'm zooming. There's gotta be a way to climb over stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, uh, we won't worry about it. We won't worry about it. The uh, the controls are still really sparse as well, since it is a beta. There's not very many uh, options, mm -hmm. especially for key bindings and a lot of, not a lot of explanation. And who knows? Now that this game is out, but not out since it's alpha, who knows how long before it's finished? I mean, what was Minecraft's time from release? To completion. That was years. Yeah. I mean, it was. It, it seems like everything is following that Minecraft model now, where it's like, well, let's just put it out, and then we'll finish it on the fly. Yeah. Um, who, which, says, who says games aren't art? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being sold a half-done painting? Like that one. There we go. Look at these fellas. Are these Scotsmen? 
I, I, I thought we were in Russia. Scottish Army being prominently featured in Russia. I'm pretty sure we're in Russia because we're in the town of Petrosmich or something, wherever we said we were. Yeah. All right. I'm doing the most dangerous so thing you can do in this game. I'm going to walk down the road. So that's another thing about this game is there's no map and there's no global you, communication. Like, there's no chat. You can find a map, though. You can find a map. And you can talk to people near you. Which makes sense. Right. But there's no, like, global chat. There used to be global chat. It'd be great. It's like you'd see, like, you know, player Kamio Tits says, hey, are you friendly? And then you read, Kamio Tits was killed. Yeah, and that was my favorite. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the dope, busy typing stuff out and trying to make friends. Uh, I think you're the person who showed me this game for the first time. You know what? Okay, so I got really excited about it because you and I had talked about uh, the potential of somebody making a zombie apocalypse simulation. We talked about it on our podcast. Yeah. The RooshyTeeth.com po- uh, podcast. Yes. Which is every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Time. Live streaming on Monday. Audio release on Tuesday. So uh, we had talked about that over the years, like if somebody would make a zombie apocalypse simulator. And then I got a message one day on Twitter saying, hey, if you guys list, really do that, there's a new game, a new mod that's out called Daisy. So I immediately downloaded it, installed it, took a look at it, and then I came in. We did a This Is for Achievement Hunter in this. Yeah, I think it was Yumi and Gavin, I want to say. Young Gabby. Talked about it. Gabby didn't know shit about it. But, um, yeah, and so we, we, we played. Ooh, uh, fuck me. He saw you. Uh, no. uh, we're screwed. No, we're not screwed. We're going for a run. He's going to bite us. We're going to bleed. Shit. Okay, there's an island out there. Can I swim? I can swim, right? Uh, in the previous version, you could. I haven't tried it in standalone. All right, let's find out. I hate this because you're running. You don't know what's behind you. You turn around, there's like four of them. That was a zombie, by the way, for you guys. Keep it scored. Home. Uh-oh. That oh. slowed us down. All right. This is nice. All right. We're going for a swim. Maybe we can drink some All of this right. water. I guess this is the ocean, not a lake. I want to drink something. What's the story? Oh, there he is. There he is. All right. Fucking dumbass zombie. Can't swim. How do they know how to walk, but they don't know how to swim? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, from zombies in general. Zombies never know how to swim. Do you... I guess... they Is like swimming like a higher cognitive function than other things? I guess. Like, walking, you're just like stumbling... Walking is essentially falling forward and catching yourself, right? That's a good point. So, I mean, swimming's a little more coordination. It does take... Like, you can... You, can, you can't half swim. You're going to sink if you half swim, right? right? And they already sank, so... Yeah. They're, makes- they're just trudging along. Yeah, this is... This, this game is unforgivingly or unapologetically slow. Like, if it takes... 20 minutes to walk to the next town, it's going to take you 20 minutes. You got yeah, no be, fast travel, nothing. Yeah, you got to be prepared for that. All right, Assuming our, you know that there's a town over there. Where's our zombie? He's down there somewhere. Oh, uh, look at this, dude. I think I figured out a solution to our problems. He might come out, but I think by then we'll be long gone. Hopefully. Well, we'll see. Come on, be, be optimistic. <laughs> look, there's some billies up there. <laughs> maybe maybe we, can get, we can get a soda finally. <laughs> it's a whole new apocalypse, guys. You got to stay optimistic about what can happen. It's a clean slate. All our troubles are gone. All of our past... All of our old troubles are gone. <laughs> Got a fucking whole new set of troubles. Now we just had to find food. I always wonder what the backstory... What's the origin story for the Daisy character? Just, like, dropped off on the beach with a flashlight and a battery, and that's it. Yeah, that's... It's a it's a weird way to spawn. Uh-huh. Like not even any equipment. What's that? Is that a... No, it's a rock. <laughs> it's a rock. I was hoping it was a backpack. I got really excited for half a second. Well, there are... There are crawling zombies. You can run into those. Yeah. What do we got here? We can lean now. Yep. See, well, leaning? That's kind of... Weird. I feel thirsty. I feel thirsty. You know, it's really even creepy when you think 
the name of our character is Thirsty. Dude. I feel thirsty. What is that? Is this burn bodies? We should make a drinking game out of it. Anytime he says that he's thirsty, we should drink. All right. Well, I'm noticing less zombies in this, in the alpha of the, the standalone thing. Yeah, not too many so far. So they've turned this into a standalone product from the mod, and they're uh, in the process of making it. And actually, uh, I was talking with Ashley about this. Um, we, I was thinking this was getting to the point where they had maybe missed their window. Were you feeling the same way? Yeah, I think so. But on the other hand, there really hasn't been sufficient competition. No one's come out and made a, a similar product well. I think there's been a lot of people who have announced similar things. And some people who have shipped games that are similar but just fall apart. That's true. I mean, I guess what would you say is the best zombie simulator that's come out since this? I don't know. I think State of Decay was pretty good. Oh, State of Decay was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. But it was, it was, I had a feeling from State of Decay that it was supposed to be bigger, and they kind of pared it down and then put it out as a downloadable title as opposed to a full retail release. But State of Decay was a good game. I I hope they bring that back and add a multiplayer uh, component to it. Cooperative. So you can see my, I don't know if you can see on this resolution, but my my cursor's kind of bobbing around a little bit like my reticle there for what passes for it, the dot in the middle of the screen. And uh, it's because my guy is, from running, his heart is beating too fast. Where is anything, Gus? Oh. There's, there's a... Oh, I'm if, about to fuck some zombies up. I got bat. There, it, there if, you, if this room is like the old version, there's a... If this barn is like the old uh, version of Daisy. What, what's the top of the weapons? Is it slash? Shit. For, there's probably a room upstairs. How do I toggle to the weapons, though? There's something to do that. Like, I toggle my um, weapon ready. Is it zero? I don't know. Period? Obviously, we're experts. Yeah, no, no. We're, we're, this game is literally brand new, and we're figuring it on There's the probably a room down over there. Oh, that's nope. a cloth. Oh, it's the same texture. So, um, I wonder how what's involved, like, when you move from a mod of something to a standalone... Do they, is it still based on the there's, Arma 2 engine? There's probably a room. The room's behind you. over here, oh, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, from what oh, I understand... Who's thirsty now? Nobody. From what I understand, uh, this is a hybrid between the Arma 2 and Arma 3 engine. All right. So um, it's an upgraded version of the Arma 2 engine with features that do not exist in it, in the Arma 2 engine. Ah. Well, that's the fastest drinking game ever. Invisible can. I won. I'm now level 2. But there's nothing like that in this game. There's no leveling. There's nothing other than your inventory, which is why the permadeath matters in this. Yeah, because once you have some good shit, you get really upset when somebody, <laughs> if you lose it. Yeah. And you can, you can lose it not just from being killed, but from just from people coming and stealing your shit. Because you can't keep everything in your inventory. Mm-hmm. I remember it's like, too, it's like the game, I never got to the point where uh, I could do vehicles or anything like that. But all those things are in there. Like there's vehicle controls. You could build a car with parts. I rode a bike once. Did you? It was it was so ha- I was so happy. I would just drive right around, attract zombies, and train them to other survivors. I gotta f- I gotta figure out how to use my. I'm looking it up. Here, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll go to controls right here. It'll tell me. Uh, assignments, infantry movement. Here we go. Weapons. Fire is primary mouse button. Optics zeroing up. Hold breath. Toggle weapons T. Okay. Ah. If I read that right. What do you mean you want to drink something? You just drank something thirsty. No, he 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 he, he wants to. He doesn't need to. Well, we all want stuff. All right, hold on one second. Where's my? That's not working. You still have it in your inventory, right? I think I do. Yeah, it's done. Oh, I don't know. Controls. Let's go back to assignments here. Am I crazy here? Let's see. Weapons. Toggle up oh, T. T. Yeah. 
Maybe I don't have it in the right place in my inventory. Looks like I do. That's up there with the other shit you're wearing. I have a pristine bat. It's all looking good. Shift T. Bust out that fucking bat, dude. I'm going to ask a really dumb question. Is a bat considered a weapon? It must be, right? I think so. What, what else can you use it for? Uh, Maybe a campfire or something like that? Oh. Is there something there? Yeah. There's a zombie in there. Yeah, he's in there. Or is it a person? There's a lot of this like, in this game, just crawling along. I like how you mat down the grass. Oh, right. So that's so you can see where someone's been crawling through. Uh, something. That looks like a zombie. It does. It's got that zombie silhouette. Low brow. <laughs> it's profiling. Oh, no, no, no. It's all good. How do I arm this bitch? Oh, all right. Uh, Take go, that. Go back ask, Adam. ask Adam how the fuck to do it. <laughs> Call him. Call him. Don't ask him. You want to call him? Sure, why not? Where is he? Uh, Maybe I take it out of my inventory, put it back in. This is Alpha. I like. I keep saying that. Like it's the it's the game's fault. Does it go in your hands? No. Oh, yeah, yes, that's it, dude. All right, I, I hung up on him. All right, <laughs> and that's like T. Okay, well that's, that's okay as long as I do that. All right, now I can now I can kill stuff. If it comes okay, out. now we're good. Fuck that zombie up. Should I do it? Should I go take him out? Sure, why not? What the hell is game? What are we else what else are we gonna do? No, right? Continue to look for rotten bananas and oranges and stuff. I mean this is our life. It's not a big deal. Yeah, if we lose our bat. <laughs> yeah. I mean really it's like it's a metaphor in a weird way a Russian game becomes a weird metaphor for capitalism in that your life is just your stuff. <laughs> right? I mean it's essentially yeah. all you care about. And it's like if you're gonna die, you might as well just like Oh, no, you don't. Uh -oh. You must not have seen my friend Louisville Slugger. Uh, 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 fuck it. Fuck him up. <laughs> Wait, was that a gun? I think it was. That's a gun. Someone's shooting around here. No, I think it's just alpha stuff. Okay. I think I'm hitting the walls. It doesn't have a noise for a bat hitting walls. <laughs> I got really freaked out. But, there, by the way, there's a lot of that where... Oh, we're bleeding. Here we are. What does that broken chain mean? I, I mean, it's wondering. a bad network connection. Oh, you're a bad network connection. Stay down. Fucking brain him. Fast-paced combat. All right, he's dead. He's dead. Can I search him? Nope, he's gone. Oh, uh, I got warm blood in my clothes, and I'm fucking bleeding again. Uh-oh. We might get lucky and find a bandage it here. It used to give you a bandage. Yeah. It used to be one of the main things I mean, it give you. you. Oh, is that food? Yes. Is it? You're like, get on the floor to get it. It's food, right? It's fucking Russian beans, dude. It, uh, beans are a funny thing in this game. It used to always give you a can, <laughs> a can of beans, too. Let me do this. Back in inventory. See, vicinity. It's right there. Oh, well, hell's bells. Give me them beans. I'm going to eat them. It's badly damaged. Fuck it. What do you mean? That's fine. Eat my beans. Uh-oh. What was that? It's my guy being like oh. huffy and puffy. Sorry, thirsty. Did you see... Uh, I saw a video the other day. Shit, I'm gonna die. Where someone showed how to open a can of food if you don't have a can opener. Oh, yeah. Where you rub it on cement? Yeah. Uh, we'll remember that to the day I die now. Really fucking handy. Yeah, it really is handy. It's like... 
Who was it? Was it like Sylvester and Tweety Bird? Like Sylvester always needed the fucking can opener and Tweety Bird would hide it? Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know who it was, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It was one of those old school, like, can openers. Yeah, maybe it was Tom and Jerry. Whatever. It was like some old cartoon cat. Always had tons of cat food, but just couldn't eat it. And Stupid cat. <laughs> Could have just rubbed it on the cement and you'd have been fine. Alright, I got... Yeah, we're bleeding out. You can see the screen Slowly, gets it. Yeah, yeah. You lose the color. It used to be like a bunch of hourglasses on the screen. You had all these like indicators. That seems to be all gone now. Yeah. It's right, probably more realistic. What, that you don't have indicators on your <laughs> yeah. screen? Yeah, a little bit more. You're not wearing Google Glass. <laughs> what saying? You have you you have 1,000 less blood. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you need to go get blood like you get blood units later in the game and IV, and you can actually add blood. That was the only way to recover health was to, to get a blood pack. Get a blood pack, yeah, and an IV in a way to do it. And that was, like, way deep in the game. You'd have to find, like, a hospital. And obviously I'm playing this game a little bit more aggressive than you would normally play it just because I don't want it to be, like, 30 minutes of us in the grass doing nothing. But, uh, come on, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something besides just the game that we're playing here. Right. Um, here, I'll let, I'm going to let you take over. What? And then, yeah, you take over. Hey, you, you, just, you just want me to be the one to control when he dies. No, I know how this goes. Yeah, I'm a bitch like that. All right, let's open this door. Open door. Oh, oh, oh. These people have shit in their house, man. Come They're on. Russian. I, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, what's the car with the dash cam? <laughs> shit. All right. Uh, Closer damp with blood. That's pretty bad. If I'm damp with blood, it's <laughs> a bad sign. I'd like to see what that looks like. I, they need to implement more mirrors. Just stop and ask a zombie. How do they look, man? Do look, they look bad? Level with me. <laughs> am I am I a light dude or am I a medium dude? <laughs> what's All that? Right. Another rotten orange? E Fresh kiwi? I so uh, our we, we once did an immersion where we tested you know whether or not eating food... Makes you feel better, like in video games? <laughs> I'm unconscious. Food does not make you feel better in DayZ. Uh, no, it does not. It's one of the few games. All right, you're taking over. Why, right, why, why don't you make a uh, a, uh, a, a lightly dark Hispanic dude, then you can play as that. All right, let's try to respawn. Think that'll work? Let's sure. Let's exit. Fuck it. All right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm unconscious. What's the worst could happen to me? Wait a moment for DayZ. You think someone will come along and... Uh, Here, make your dude. And resuscitate you? Oh, I'm sure that's the first thing I would do if I was playing DayZ and I found a dead dude. I wouldn't search him for stuff. Somebody got a baseball bat off my ass. Damn it. But this becomes like a long... It's not like a pick-up-and-play game where, you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'll just play for like a minute or two or, you know, like a 10-minute yeah. match or something like that. Oh, there's our dude. Yeah, he's oh. dying. What's funny is the whole menu's in black and white now because he's unconscious. Yeah, but how do we get away from that dude? How do we kill that dude? Well, when they say early access alpha, then I think it's version 0 0.3. <laughs> they are uh, they are not optimistic about this game coming out anytime soon. We're a long way away from 1.0. All right, here we go. Gosh, so funny when you know somebody for a long period of time. I don't even like the way that you did that. I, didn't, I don't like the way that you hit connect <laughs> instead of uh, double-clicking the name of the server. Jesus. I'm, I'm critical. I'm critical. I feel like having a drink. So <laughs> I think I've told the story, too, how I've met you for the first time. Dude, what's your what's your take on that? Like, when do you remember meeting me for the first time? You, ooh, there was someone right there. There was another fucking player right there. You just disconnected. You did the uh, new employee orientation at the uh, company we used to work at. And so I was the guy who said, "Oh, welcome to the company." Yeah. Sign this, sign that. Yeah. We're a great company to work for. 
Yeah. I, uh, you're going to be very happy here. Yeah, that, you did the whole cheerleading thing. I was like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> it was actually a really good company. We, I mean, a lot of people who – it always bugs me when people leave a job and they're so critical about the – you know, it's the moment they walk away from the job – they're always like, oh, it was terrible there, and everybody's saying, I'm, you know, fucking sinking ship and all that stuff. We actually really like that job. I it's mean, fine, yeah. Yeah. I still run into people all – I will frequently run into people who I don't know who have worked there. Mm-hmm. Like the other day I was at a convenience store near my house, and a guy walked in wearing a shirt from that company. And I was like, oh, you work there? He's like, yeah. I was like, I used to work there. The guy didn't give a shit. Didn't care at all, <laughs> Didn't huh? care at all. Yeah. He's like, cool. He just walked out with his beer. <laughs> See ya. But yeah, it's always uh, it's always weird to run into people that uh, work the company and uh, TSTV, the place where Tom Kameka. Kaka. Um, it's like walking around a risk board at this point. The, uh, the I've run into people from TSTV a lot too, where they were TSTV, TSTV, Texas Student Television at the University, where Joel and Matt and I met. It's also where Miles and um, if you listen to Blaine's uh, game time from last week, we talked a lot about TSTV. But it's always weird running into people from those two places. No, that's serene. I, this is this is my Daisy experience. Yeah, this is it. This is simpler times, Gus. Um, so I frequently when we you know. Oh, oh you're fucked. When we would do the podcast and I'd have to look up TSTV, it was always really annoying because. When I would Google search it for looking for uh, logos or images to use for it, uh-huh. it, always transsexual, transvestite stuff. Oh, right. I never thought about that. Yeah, well, you're welcome. You know, <laughs> that's a little treat during your day. We don't, have a very, we don't have a very good not safe for work policy, like if people are browsing stuff that's not safe for work. We have to, well, well, we have to actively alpha version. warn people that that's a, a possibility when they uh, interview and come on. I think our employee orientation is a lot different at Rooster Teeth than it is at any other company, including the one where we worked. But now a part of it is like, look, this is a company. You are going to be paid to work here, but you need to understand that – what is the phrase? This is an adult – comedic environment and as such you are going to be exposed to things that you would not normally be exposed to in a professional corporate environment right and that, that's uh, the the lawyers when we were making our employee handbook had the most fun with that statement They're like, what, <laughs> the, what does that mean i was like you're probably just better off not knowing just don't ask we just need people to like you know understand that it's going to be they're going to run into some pretty crazy shit working at this job mm-hmm Definitely not like the old the old job. When I first started at that old job where you did the orientation, I th- want to say a shift of employees was like three people. Oh, yeah. And I think by the time I left, a shift was probably like 50 or 60. Yeah, I think when I started working, there was 19 people in the whole company. And then when I left, uh, I, was pres- I was president of the company. I had to make a big decision whether or not to go with uh, Marushiti, if that thing could last, or if I could uh, stay there as the president of the company. I got a book. But I, uh, it, when I left, it went from 19 total employees uh, to I think they were at like five or 600 employees by that point in time. That's crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. Two, I mean, two totally different companies. Now they're, they've you know grown by leaps and bounds since then. Um, what are you going to throw it away? I'm trying to put it in my hands to read it. No, give me a break. You blackjack. I remember taking you to Vegas for the first time. That's one of the things I kept insisting that you would like Vegas. Oh, oh you got a fucking knife. 
And uh, in fact, we have a, a long-running joke at the company. There's inside one of the few inside jokes in Red versus Blue is the whole Vegas quadrant thing, where Simmons doesn't want to go there. Yeah, it's because you hated Vegas so much. I didn't hate Vegas. I just didn't want to go that time. You didn't want to go ever though. Like you stuck. You're so goddamn stubborn. It was that one time. But you're so stubborn. Like after that one time became a big deal. Then you were like, "Fuck it, I'm never going." And then we went, and you had a great fucking time. Yeah, you would be fun. And you got married there. No, I didn't. I got married in Austin. Oh, you had your anniversary there. Yeah, I like the color. I like the blue. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's a nice accent. I noticed they like gave up like halfway around the house though. That's when the zombie apocalypse started. <laughs> they were like mid paint stroke, and they were like, "Yeah, oh, fuck this." Well, we uh, when we went to Vegas, we tried to walk the entire strip. We started up at the Win. I'm gonna sound like such a woman in this, but I had bought a new pair of shoes, new pair of dress shoes, and I had this crazy dumb idea that I would take Gus to every single casino on the strip that we'd walk through, give him the full Vegas experience. And so we did that. We walked and went to every casino. I think I walked a hole through the back of my foot. You pretty much did. Yeah, I was bleeding by the time oh, we look, finished. Man, oh, I'm so much better at Daisy than you are. What is this? You got a fucking knife and you got bandages. Just stab yourself. Look at this. What? Mother load. This is a big deal to find stuff like this. Oh, can you? Is that your? Are you that limited in inventory? Can I take the first take? Okay, there we go. Oh. Uh. Maybe put it in the, sp- in the slot I you should just get rid- I should get rid of this. Yeah, you totally should do that. And then put put it in that slot. This is too big. Can you put the batteries in the flashlight? Is that possible? Uh, attach? Yes. But see, this takes six spots. I don't have four. Oh, because you see at the top there, top yeah. right, it says six, six. So six, and I've got four Dude, in my you can, uh, maybe you couldn't. All right, so what do I need? What do I got? IVs. Oh, we were just talking about this. Fucking blood bag kid. Man, that's unbelievable. You definitely need bandages. What are those? Yeah. What's what's the other ones? What's the flat bandages? Those are on the right. Waterproof. Well, oh. Wow. Man. Yeah, that is some good shit here. All right, I'm gonna, uh, I, I'm stupidly gonna leave the the IV stuff behind. And it's a blood bag. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a dragonfly. What's that to remember where this is? Hanging out. Shit goes down. What was that? It's like a cap, like a ball cap. But where's my where's my mouse? I don't know. It's alpha. <laughs> All right, there we go. Red beanie hat, nice. Yeah. Look at you, man. Look oh, at that. I wouldn't mess with this dude. <laughs> I'd be like, Shh, there's, a, there's a medium dude over there. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a mask or anything, but I'll fuck you up. I'm now gonna refer to people by race only by their classification. <laughs> From now on, you're light dark. I'm light, I'm you're light my, dark. You're my light dark friend. Alright, let's go. Ooh, maybe I can download some porn. Um, <laughs> so we we started at the win, and I don't remember who we walked all the way down to. We oh, uh, we walked down. I think sides. we got to the Luxor before we stopped. Yeah, we we and really on both did sides. make it. I'm sure a lot of people don't know the Las Vegas geography, but we probably went to out of you know like 20 casinos on the strip. I think we went to like 17 of them. Yeah, like we went to the Monte Carlo and like a lot of stuff. And the, the thing is, I just had my my feet were literally bleeding by the time we oh, finished yeah. that. Is that a map? No. Fuck. Oh yeah, that is the thing. He said there's no maps in the game, but you can find a map. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find a compass, and you can find pretty much everything, like a nuclear fission reactor if you're lucky enough, I guess. If you get far enough in the game. But yeah, over the years, I mean, it's been crazy. It's like the the stuff we start off doing often turn. Oh, what's that? Did you hear that? No. I thought I heard something. You got me scared. I did. Let me get my knife. <laughs> <laughs> now you're prepared. Was yeah. that like a hidden room? I felt like that was hidden. No, it was the door. Open up, you bitch. 
So you met me, but what did we officially meet? Because that's like the time like I would have been an executive at the company and I did the employer orientation. But like, when did we like officially meet? meet? Uh, I don't know. You were promoted to manager pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, how long? When? How long were you there before you were manager? So. I got promoted from an entry-level position pretty quickly. I want to say within like a month or two. And then I was a manager, I think, within six months of getting hired. So we probably would have started seeing each other a lot more at that point. Yeah, because I worked with all the managers. There was like a team of like ten managers at the time. But at the time, I think there were like three or yeah, four. Yeah, there, there really wasn't many. There really – and so it was like – that's the group that I worked with the most. And that's how I got to know you. But I recall the first time I actually met you was – in the break room, we had a Sega Dreamcast. Oh, right. And the game that everybody would play was Dead or Alive 2. And, uh, you know, it was just for fun. And, like, I mean, everyone was kind of video gamey because it was a tech company. But uh, I had played video games my whole life, and I thought I was really good at them. You know, it's hard to remember this, but in the days before, like, Xbox Live and everybody was playing online games, that wasn't really that common a thing. Like, some people would play shooters online and things like that, right. but like, there wasn't even like any MMOs besides EverQuest, maybe. Uh, yeah, at the time it was pretty early. It wasn't much. It was, it was yeah. Yeah. EverQuest was definitely out. So it wasn't uncommon to be the best gamer that you knew. Like, if you were... Uh, it happened with Halo, where everyone thought they were the best in the world at Halo, until Halo 2 introduced Xbox Live, uh, and then you realized everyone else in the world is better th- than me. Wow, she looks nice. Yeah, she did not go to Dress Barn. Purple Blazer... Man, these guys cause blood, like, right away. Well, luckily I got a fucking bandage. And you know where they are, right? And you know where the blood bag is. Yep. Dude, if I'm a zombie, Gus, I'm just saying, you're giving your best effort here. I would go down if I was. <laughs> Jesus down. Christ. It was better to go with fists. The fuck? There we go. And that little, that little... Oh, oh my God. The little icon is so you can search them. But that's the other thing in this game, man. Zombies don't ever have shit on them. Well, why would they? They don't need shit. Well, I guess not, but it's not a choice of whether that they, what they had on them when they died. Right. Like, occasionally you can run into, if I recall correctly, yeah. So Gus is going to bandage up because he's, you will just, unless you bandage, you will just continue to bleed. Oh, you have ten remaining? Oh, those are the bottom tablets. Oh. I think each, each of these is uh, four applications. Oh, that's cool, dude. All right, he's happy now. You still seem like you're pretty, you're no longer bleeding. Okay, you see it right there. Where'd my knife go? It's in your hand. No. Oh. See, it's over here. You dropped that shit. Um, How do I get this out there? That's kind of a weird problem. Okay, there. I have to close that. Maybe drop the flashlight. Drop that. Yep. One of the things I always hated about this game when it was a mod was I hated the inventory system. Yeah, the inventory systems. I have rough. to admit. Oh, come oh, on. God. Seriously? Alright. Oh, what the fuck? Why is this happening to you? Why now? is this in my inventory now? It's Alpha. Everyone Oh, shit. Point, point out it's Alpha. So we were playing you. Dead or Alive. Okay, right, so we were we would all everybody at the company would play Dead or Alive occasionally, and uh, you sat down one day to play, and you played Aya- no, you played uh, Helena. Yes. And I played Tina, and I don't know for whatever reason you were about to play, and I thought you know I always felt like whenever I played people in video games, I would have to dumb down my ability of playing video games because <laughs> you're so good. Yeah, and, and if I if you beat someone, then they would never want to play with you. So I dumbed down, and for whatever reason, I said we said I, we played a match. And I'm pretty sure I perfected you in the first match, uh, like on a flawless victory. Yeah. 
And I and you were like, mm. and I said, oh. I said I should probably warn you, I'm pretty good at video games. And I remember you then proceeded to beat the shit out of me in the second round, and you perfected me. And then you looked at me and you go, I have to warn you, I'm pretty good at video <laughs> games. Like you were so pissed, you you were so mad that I said that. You let your opponent show their hand. And then, and then you attack them. Then you show your true strength. Fucking Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon shit there, man. This is like the Sun Tzu's art of uh, fighting games. <laughs> of, of dead or alive. <laughs> I love it. But that, that's the first time I remember meeting you. And then, you know, we just worked together. And I remember you were working on lots of different stuff. You, What was the thing you guys worked on before Drunk Gamers? Ugly Internet. Yeah. So you made a website called Ugly Internet. Right. Which was, which was uh, uh, basically an, the idea was to look at ugly websites, because there were tons of them at the time, and critique them, and then email the webmasters and tell them what a terrible job they did. And then, you know, I'm not sure how nerdy people listening are, we would petition the Internet Registry to revoke their IP space, saying that it was a waste of uh, IP addresses, <laughs> and try to get them totally removed from the Internet. Because it was so terrible? Yeah, because it was awful. And you, one of the sites, if I recall correctly, one of the sites that you put up, uh, what was your viewership, do you think, on that, like your readership? Uh, it was like 300 people a day. 300 people, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the guys, when you posted, he found out about it because, of course, of course, people would always mail the guy, you know, webmaster at lousyinternetsite.com. Oh, we would tell him, too, yeah. yeah you'd tell him. And uh, he got really upset. Oh, yeah, he and was he, he started threatening you guys. Um, was like threatening your life. I remember, didn't he, like, he, write he, Jeff and, like, talk about his truck? Yeah, he described his house and his truck. And this is before, you know, Google Maps, you know, before Street View. Mm-hmm. You know, so not only did he find out where he lived, but he had been there and seen the space. Yeah, hey, nice truck in your, like, described Jeff's truck in his front yard. Yeah. And if I recall correctly, that, that understandably freaked Jeff out. Yeah, I think we shut the site down the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so let that be a lesson to you. If anybody bugs you online, just make death threats and go yeah. to their house. And it works. We, we stopped. And then after that, Drunk Gamers started, and I had always like talked to you guys about Ugly Internet because I liked it. Um, I had already made my movie in college with Matt and Joel at this point, and uh, I was always interested in people doing creative stuff, and it, you know, it didn't have anything to do with what we were doing at work, so I just thought it was interesting. And uh, then you guys started doing uh, Drunk Gamers, and I forget when I started writing for you guys. It was how, pretty how, early on. It was pretty much at the beginning. Yeah, pretty quickly, and. Uh, that was, it's really interesting because that was, it's two generations ago now, but Drunk Gamers really picked up during the GameCube PS2 original Xbox launch. Yes. And we kind of split this site up where Gus was the GameCube guy. No, no, no. No, you're the Sony guy. Yeah. And you're the PlayStation guy. I was the Xbox guy, and Jeff was the GameCube guy. At least those are the roles we kind of played. Right, just to kind of stoke the fires a bit. Yeah, and we would argue about stuff and talk. And the whole purpose of the site was to drink and play video games. The real purpose, the business model of the site, was to convince video game companies to give us free video games. And maybe free alcohol from alcohol companies. That actually worked really well over time because people always give us free alcohol. Yeah, but we didn't get it from the companies. No. No, but we do get free games now, like, one or two a year. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> we still don't get It's amazing. We still don't get something like that. But we get we get a, we get get a free booze from people who come see us at conventions, and we occasionally, now, occasionally get a free video game. But we did uh, we did Drunk Gamers, and you were the guy, basically, that ran the site. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and is it, is it fair to say that, like, in those days, 
you were the face of drunk gamers. Like you were the you were the main personality. I don't know. If that's necessarily true. I don't I think, think that was true all the way think, through the first couple of years of Red vs. Blue. I don't think with drunk gamers there was any one person who like defined the personality. I think everyone had their role they played, but I don't think there was any necessarily one. Uh, person who was more noticeable than anyone else. I, I, I would disagree. As somebody who was there, like, you had... Uh, like, I wrote under a different name. I wrote under Busby yeah. back then. And I didn't even actually... I didn't actually put uh, my... I don't think I have any photos on online. I mean, I had some good stories uh, that I was really proud of. Like, I did a thing where um, I played... Uh, I played... I was, supposed to, I was supposed to review... It was a review site as well. Um, and I had to review... What was it? Uh... Soldier of Fortune 2. Yeah, Soldier of Fortune 2. The multiplayer demo, the, the demo for the game. Because we were so, you know, broke back then that we would actually just, like, play the demos of games. Why not? <laughs> instead it, of, it was a good way to generate content. Instead of getting the games, we would review demos. <laughs> and uh, I was supposed to do a review for this game, and I didn't have time. So it's, uh, I was too busy actually enjoying the game and playing, because that was a lot of fun. That one demo level where you had to get to the you room. You had to get the suitcase? Yep. I swear to God, I sound like a fucking zombie. You do sound like a zombie. Maybe you're zombifying. Maybe from the bite. But uh, the uh, maybe, maybe the the bandages you were zombie bandages. Uh, anyway, but I, I I sat down with uh, my girlfriend and I and I had her like watch me play the game and then I just interviewed her about what the game was about and it was right. a funny stupid article about like how she didn't understand anything about video games and uh, boy that was a long time ago and uh, then we kind of rolled with that for a little while I kind of became. The Halo guy, because all anyone cared about with the original Xbox was Halo. Well, yeah, I mean, this is right the first year of launch, you know. Right. It was the very first year when Halo was a launch title. And, uh, um, you know, we actually started the, – the one thing that we revived from Drunk Gamers um, was Drunk Tank. Um, yes. We brought that back where it was a thing where I, I would watch my girlfriend read these fashion magazines, and they would have this thing where – they would put up a picture of a person on the red carpet, and all these snarky comedians would, like, do one-liners. And I thought, well, that's a good way we could do content. Yeah. And so we would just do that every week with three different questions from the video game. Because, of course, it's a lot easier to generate text and to type something out as opposed to making pictures or video. Because back then, there was no video, really, so it was all pictures or no. text. So it was like, well, we're not good at Photoshop. Let's just type shit. I started doing some video stuff. And there was there's a couple things that shaped uh, the way that we do things now, all the way even through Rooster Teeth, like, oh, running at ya. Where's my fucking knife? It's in your hands. Here, hit, let me hit T. That did nothing. <laughs> Player Red Death, is, Red Death is losing connection. Put it in your hands, put it in your hands. Oh, wow, you can do it on the fly here. Oh, yours. Did that really help, though? I mean, there I, need we to, go. I need to be... Yeah, we're gonna die. So a couple of things that we that carried over was, because we were a review site, um... We ended up reviewing games. That only makes sense. But we thought because we were so snarky and full of ourselves, or you know, just young guys, we didn't really much care. We didn't realize there's actually people working on these games. So we would make snarky reviews. And there was one in particular I remember, which was Bloodwake. Mm-hmm. It was a racing game, a boat racing it's game, boat boat combat game, boat combat game for Xbox. And uh, one of our other writers, Orion, a kid from Pennsylvania, um, he wrote the review. And like at one point he. He uh, he's kind of, he was kind of like Michael in a way. Like he was all snarky, yeah. and like that northeastern New England kind of brash personality. And uh, he put the he put the um, disc in the microwave to microwave it would make it spark because that was yeah. more entertaining than playing the game. And the guys from Bloodwig wrote us and were like, "Hey, would you mind like telling us what you didn't like about the game instead of all the other stuff? Because you know we worked really hard on it. We're proud of it." 
You know, we think there's some things we could have done better. Yeah, we had a good team working together. Yeah, and we were like, holy shit. We felt terrible about that. And yeah. it, uh, I don't think we've done reviews pretty much since that point. I mean, they definitely petered out from that point. But yeah. It was never really our mission to review stuff, especially stuff that we don't like. And, you know, because it's like, yeah, these guys worked hard on it. Sure, we didn't like it, but there's a lot of people who probably – We'll post on, you know, Reddit slash r slash gaming. Anybody remember this? And yeah. <laughs> picture Blood Wake on the original Xbox. That was good battle. For I her. can't believe that went that well. Yeah, where well, you were walking in a circle while she shump, stumbled around you. Um, but that actually, uh, we don't, I don't think we've ever talked about this. That site ended badly. Like, yeah. We all got very mad at each other and... That the site just went like just got taken down. Well, yeah, I mean it was it was an exercise in working with people we really didn't know, and I think ultimately that was like a big problem. Was a lot of the people who wrote with us we didn't know personally and weren't local to us. So when there was a problem or a misunderstanding, things really got blown out of proportion. Right, and then there was some hurt feelings, and then one day the site you and Jeff just pulled the whole thing down. Yeah, and we're just like you know see ya, fuck this. It was. Well, it was interesting timing because that was like January of '03. Yeah, that, uh, that happened. Was it? Jan- it was probably. It was probably l- maybe a little later, earlier than that. But it was definitely like between November '02 or between uh, September '02 and April 2003. Right. Uh, because um, the, one of the biggest things we had done there, you said there was no video back in those days, but on that site we did the Apple Switch ad parody. Right. Which is where I put you. Uh, in a video where we're parroting the Apple Switch ads. Real, real fast, how do I not walk? How can, uh, how can double, I walk? Sh- double shift. And then double tap W to run. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I put you in an Apple Switch ad where we were parroting the old ads where Apple users were switching to Mac and how great it was. And Gus played a guy who switched to Mac for games, and it was really it was shitty. Awful. Yeah. And that was the first thing you and I ever worked on the video production level. Okay, I'm sorry. My head's like moving, but I'm not turning my body. What do you mean? Uh, was it like control? Like, see? Oh, you're in look mode. Oh, there. It was alt. Okay. Okay. Nope. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Here, you, you you talk about. Continue talking about that. I'll take over because I want you to talk more than I talk. Okay. So the Apple Switch ad. Um, we. I remember I was I was not working at the place because I was trying to see what that thing is on the ground. Um. Uh, I was working at another place. I'd already left the, the job that we worked together at. And uh, Apple was releasing these Switch ads. And I remember the popular one was the, the Ellen Fleiss one. Ellen, uh, Ellen Fleiss. Yeah. And uh, She seemed like she was stoned in it. Right. You said, uh, you, you IM'd me and you were like, you want to film something? I said, yeah. And you said, go to the photo store. You, you, you sent me to Holland Photo, which is across from the Alamo. You fuckers love talking about this. South hey, Lamar. Uh, it's not there anymore. But uh, I went there, and you were like, go there and you know buy a blue light. I was like, okay. So I, a blue light and a white light. So I bought a blue light and a white light, and I took him there. And you you know we went to the old place where we used to work at. Oh, you're fixed. And you painted a... Uh, it's a pylon. That's all that is. You painted a wall white, and we set the lights up. And I remember I was like, why, why do we need... I understand why we need a white light. Why do we need the blue light? You're like, oh, you know, we got to have a blue light here. And uh, you kind of talked around it. I was like, yeah, but why specifically do we need a blue light? And you looked at me just like, I don't know. I mean, there's, just, there's just always a blue light, uh, which just goes to show like how far we've, we've come, I guess. <laughs> well, but can't you relate to that, too? How many times you do things that we're like, let's see, you just don't worry. You're supposed to do this. Just do it. <laughs> um, so we, we were there. We, set, we painted the wall. We set up the lights. And uh, you filmed me. And we just wrote down like, you know, like. 
ten funny ideas on a piece of paper. We have the behind the scenes where it's me and Jeff like calling shit out to you from off screen. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh, talk about this, say something about that. And uh, we filmed it, you put it up, and uh, I guess that was, the, yeah, that was the first video thing we did. And this was in, that was in like August of 02. So when you say put it up, describe what put it up means. Oh, so, everyone else is going to think we hit the upload button and send it to YouTube. Yeah, so we got a server. <laughs> Uh, encoded the video, uploaded the video, and then like embedded that video on our website. So and then like made a link so people could download it. I guess there was no embed really. People no. had to download it. You had to download it and then watch it when it was. That was called streaming back then. Right. To watch a video in a window was called streaming. Yeah. And uh, and I think the only thing they did back then was real player. <laughs> but yeah, we had right click to download. Mm -hmm. Is the way it worked. And so it was like a 50 megabyte file or something. Oh and my god. Everyone had to least, download it at least. And we had to like link it on Fark at the time. Dig wasn't even around back then. Mm -mm. You know, and we'd send it to Slashdot. Yeah, that was your thing. If we got on Slashdot, you were always so goddamn well, that happy. was one of the early big days for Red vs. Blue was we got linked on Fark, Penny Arcade, and Slashdot all in the same day. That was episode, uh, the, the first PSA. I want to say, I, I think I know the date. I believe it was May 5th, 2003. Yeah. Um, and that was like a huge growth in traffic. You know, Slashdot is still a popular site, but back then it was a, it was much bigger. Sure. I mean, all those things. I mean, it's like it's like anything. It's social media. Over time, they all just kind of change, and you know, you don't even realize sometimes when it's happening. But then you look up after a couple of years, and all the all the names are different. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, that really got us started. And then after we shut down Drunk Gamers, you know, late '02, early '03. We got contacted by Computer Gaming World. That's right. Because they wanted to put that video on uh, a CD that they included with the magazine. There's a CD they, that they would glue to the front of their magazines. Talk about fucking two dead mediums, right? right. <laughs> uh, uh, they, would mail it, they would mail it to you. I mean, three dead mediums. Um, so... Uh, the original video had, at the end, it had a, a slate that said, you know, go to drunkgamers.com. But since Drunk Gamers didn't exist anymore, you, you know, you you said, you know, it would be a, a waste to put this video out there and not have something to direct people to. I did, yeah. I said, and, I, and by that point, I had already made the Red versus Blue uh, trailer. And so I said, I'll tell you what, guys. We want to start this project, Red versus Blue, so why don't we just rebrand all the trailer, uh, the, excuse me, the Apple Switch ad stuff. It had a Drunk Gamers thing at the end. I said, why don't we take, say, Red versus Blue.com and we'll send people there instead of sending them to a dead website. And you and Jeff were like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and we hadn't actually even made the first episode at that point. Right. The, uh, the, the trailer that you made, you made shortly after the Switch parody. That yeah. was like in September of 02. Well, I kept trying to explain to people the idea that I had for Red vs. Blue. And it's one of those things that once you see it and you know what it is, it makes perfect sense. I'm literally wanting to the forest. And, like, yeah, I, I also have no idea why he's – like even if you – like when you're walking normally, not running, he's yeah. not walking as fast as he should. And that causes you to run, then you get tired, and it's not something to go uphill. Sorry about this. Uh, I'll get us to something. <laughs> Fascinating, beautiful game. Um, fuck, I have no idea where the blood pack is anymore. Um, oh shit, yeah, I'm way away from that. So you you're on a road leading town. That's not my fault. <laughs> That's not my fault at all. Here, I see telephone poles up here or something. Uh, but yeah, so we try to direct everybody to go to redversusblue.com, uh, and the Apple Switchhead video is actually pretty important because that was the video where Matt was in LA. And he had this guy that worked for him who was a like a, a jackass who was always goofing off. And Matt, there's a house up here. I'll go to this. Matt would have to go in all the time when he was working in Hollywood in visual effects, and he had to bug this dude. But he also wanted to see whatever the dude was looking at because it was like this guy found all the cool stuff online. 
And one day he walks in, he sees Gus on the dude's desktop, and he had such a moment of confusion. He was like, why is Gus on your – do you know Gus? And the guy's like, I don't know what you're – who's Gus? What are you talking about? And he listened to the Apple switch head, and he thought, that sounds like something Bernie would wrote. That's the way Matt said it. So he called me, and he said, hey, I saw this video online on this guy's desk, and it, it's got Gus. And I go, oh, yeah, we put that up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so before I could call somebody that I would want to see the video, he had seen it naturally on his own. That was – that's a very common story today, but that was crazy for back in those yeah, days. Yeah, I mean, there was no central video service. Like now there's a million different video distribution platforms that make it a lot easier. And you, you, you share you, a video all the you time. You can do it from your phone. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to worry about it. You know, we had a little DV camera and had to encode it, and it was a pain in the ass. Yeah, it was on t- we shot on tape. <laughs> on <laughs> tape. tape, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, to do that back then was uh, was really, really something something different. So we, re-bra- we rebranded uh, the, the Apple Switch ad as Red vs. Blue to direct people to the new site. Uh, I said, I, by that point, I made the trailer, and you guys were wanting to do it. And then we basically, you know, got going, starting. You set up the website, and we got ready to show this thing. And, and it was important because I, I, we had to communicate right away that this was a series. It wasn't just a one-off video. Right, so that people would come back. Right, because otherwise people didn't go back because there was no such thing as like a, sh- a video and then another video based on it. And we were going to do a weekly show, and we wanted people to know that. Which was heavily influenced by uh, Homestar Runner. Right, and the difference was that Homestar Runner was every week, but they weren't related to each other. Except, except for the characters. Right, and also it was Flash video, which yeah. was a lot bigger back then. Now that's not a thing anymore. Oh, Flash animation was so huge back then. So huge. Well, Newgrounds is like still around a huge site and people do that, but yeah, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. There's no like Flash series or, you know, you don't go to shockrave.com or any of those sites that had all that stuff. Yeah. It's a good little hidey hole up here. It is. I've been up here. One time I was, I was at a gun and I was hiding up here in a mod and I killed like 50 zombies. They were all littered down here because they just kept coming one after the other. I think there was some jackass out there leading them to me. Or the sound of your gun. Uh, yeah, the sound of the gun, too. That also draws people in. But, uh, yeah, the Apple Switch ad went up. And so that was actually Computer Gaming World helped shape a lot of those early things we did because we had this deadline that the the <coughs> magazine was going to hit stands April 1st. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why our... It was the April issue, and that's why our company's anniversary is April 1. Right. Because we had to get everything up and running by then. Yeah, and I think they, they contacted us, you know, literally a week after we, sh- we, set, we shut down Drunk Gamers. And uh, the deadline to get them the video file was in, like, late January, I want to say, mm-hmm. maybe early February. And uh, it's funny to me to think of that crazy amount of lead time. We had to get them that video a couple months ahead of time yep. before uh, they, they shipped it to newsstands. Yeah, and I remember, I remember early on too the uh, discussion of like, um, like the business of Rushi. I remember, or not, uh, yeah, of Red versus Blue. Rushi actually got kind of layered in like, uh, like two or three weeks after that. Like I thought, I said, you know, if we're gonna start making money from this, we can't have it just be called Red versus Blue because eventually we're gonna have other shows, or people are gonna get tired of this show. Uh, you know, after it's after it runs six episodes, right? And uh, we need something else to be like a bigger brand. So made up this company, Rooster Teeth, that was making uh, Red versus Blue. And uh, it's funny because I remember uh, one of the disagreements you and I had back in the Drunk Gamers days is I always wanted to like try to find a way to turn it into a quote unquote real business, right? And you, you want to monetize it. I just wanted to get free games and get drunk. <laughs> I remember. Do you remember the conversation we had where I said, "Look, this site is called Drunk Gamers." We had about 
3,000 readers, and I said, what if we sell shot glasses? Do you remember that? Yeah. And you were like, no. And I was like, why not? And your answer was so ridiculous. Do you remember the answer was? Uh, it was either you or Jeff. I actually can't, I can't give I you credit. I don't remember. The answer that I got was, Bernie, the point of this isn't to make money. The point of this is to become famous on the internet. And I oh, went, that was me. That was me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> That's the dumbest, dumbest thing I've ever heard in my oh, life. Oh, how embarrassing. I was stupid. No, I know. Well, you know, you're, just, I mean, you're basically saying that you're just doing it for the love of doing it or whatever. It was fun. Yeah. And it, was a, it was a hobby. I mean, I couldn't picture it really becoming anything, I guess, also. And no. I, I remember, too, the crazy thing. Like, I have some of our conversations from back in the days. I had to almost like force you guys to take money for from Red versus Blue. Do you remember any of that Sucker. stuff? Though? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it was like you, you like, like you sat down. We you know we had to have like a, a discussion about that, and we're like, whatever. Again, we didn't think there was any real business. You never think that this stuff's going to actually happen. Yeah, and uh, and then so that was uh, and that was probably episode um, episode one. And I think it's okay to talk about the business. I think people know Rooster Teeth is a successful business at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So you can talk about this. Um, and then, so the first thing we realized is that um, we didn't have any way. We got a bandwidth bill for, for – we were going to have to host this thing somewhere, and it was getting so popular. Right. And you were looking at it, and you were estimating it was going to cost us how much money for the like, – per month? Uh, we were – I think we were looking at like twenty dollars to $30,000 a month. Yeah. It was like we initially got a bill where the bill for the usage was going to be twelve grand for yeah. the first – like. Major hit. It was like people don't even realize that today, right? That, right. That you just put up a video and YouTube hosts all that stuff. But back in the old days, I shouldn't say the old days. Back then, when you know you had a successful uh, video or even like a web page, it cost you. It cost you even an image. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was a big deal. You don't want people like stealing your images, stealing your bandwidth. Oh yeah, like uh, what they call that? Hot linking. Hot linking. That's right. When people would like link your image without giving you credit. And they were just siphoning off all your traffic, and it would right. cost you money, and they didn't give you credit for it. Look at this. I can't find shit. Hey, you're going to have to take over again. Cause it, <laughs> I, I, Gus is playing now, because I've been to like four houses and found jack shit. And then you, you step in, and you find a fucking med kit and a knife. But, uh, yeah, so we started doing that, and um, I went to Gus, and I said, we want to, you know, we got to have a plan to monetize this. we got to find a way to pay. We can't make the show um, unless, uh, unless we can find a way, some way to pay for the server bill. And so came up with the idea of doing sponsorships, which was basically at that time pre-ordering the Red vs. Blue Season 1 DVD. If you think about it now, it's almost like a Kickstarter. Totally. Uh, you know, you you give us money now, and when we make a product, we'll send it to you. Right. And there was different levels. Yeah. So if, And so like different reward levels. So you could have a digital sponsorship that would let you watch the video early, and then you could have a... Remember what it's called? And you could also download a higher-resolution video file. That was a big deal then, uh, which, the, by the way, was standard def. Right. You, uh, could, you could download 320 by 240, or if you had the high-res one, you could 640, 640 by 480. By 480. Um, the other one was super... Oh, shit, super sponsorship. Yeah, it was called the super sponsor. And the super sponsor meant that when we finished the DVD, uh, we would ship it to, to you. And it was me and Gus and Jeff shipping DVDs out of and our living rooms. It was five bucks extra, I think, if you were in Europe, just because of postage. Yeah, that was, oh, you're dead. You're so dead. You're so dead. Look at him. Aren't these the same two zombies like we killed earlier? It's an alpha version of the game. I want to point that out to everybody watching. This is not to be judged for final content. Also, it's like your method of like circling and stabbing is the most effective thing I've ever seen in My, any video game. The reverse circle strafe. <laughs> Oh, oh, did she get me? No. no. I don't think she did. You don't feel any blood in your clothes. You're not damp with blood. 
Oh, I can feel blood uh, dripping. You can feel it. You got it. I got faith in you. You can do this. It's funny that killing two zombies takes you a minute and a half in this. And in Dead Rising 3, you get like 5,000 every 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, the grind in that game is killing me right now. I was talking with Ray about it earlier on Twitter, and it just drives me nuts. I can't stand it. What are you grinding at? You just trying to get all the kills? Uh, there's a thing in that where, you know, the Dead Rising franchise has this thing where they kind of made their mark by having 54,000 kills. Right. Yeah, and uh, so ever since then, they've added more and more kills. This one's about 350,000 kills. Holy crap. Yeah, and they hide it from you, too. Like, the biggest achievement is the left four, left 104 for dead, which is 104,000 kills. Uh-huh. That, that's the biggest achievement in the game. But then there's a hidden thing where one of the achievements is finish all the PP trials, and it's kill, like, 100 zombies... Then once you do that, it unlocks kill a thousand zombies. Then when you do that, it unlocks kill five thousand zombies. Then it unlocks kill twenty thousand zombies. Then it unlocks kill fifty-four thousand zombies. Then like a hundred thousand or seventy-two thousand. Then two hundred thousand. And the the totals from one don't count for the next. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So when you get to seventy-two thousand, it starts over, and I'm at like eighteen hundred of two hundred thousand at this point. Jeez. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So this game is definitely takes a different approach to zombie killing than does Dead Rising. I can't. I can no longer bring my weapon up again. What are you doing? You're fucking shit up, Sarola. Maybe because you bleed down? No, I, I applied a bandage. I just want to point out that the audience is an alpha version of the game. Was <laughs> this alpha? Release. What? <laughs> I'm just not clear. 0.3. Yeah. We didn't actually show the disclaimer at the beginning, but so to be fair to these guys. You know, we learned from our blood weight days not to make too much fun. Um, but so the sponsorships, we had to have a way to do that, and we had never had any, like, PayPal thing. So you, like, bandaged together this PayPal... Uh, forum tool yeah. that would allow us to take subscriptions and make a different level for people. Yeah, it was it was fucking awful. Do you remember the I, name of that? It was KISS. KISS. Yep. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, and that's what I did. It, uh, like uh, When we first started Rush Teeth and Red vs. Blue, I moved away. So I was living with my with uh, my family uh, in Puerto Rico. So you and Jeff were making the episodes here, and you were still working your day jobs. So my contribution was, since I couldn't be here to help make episodes, I would just sit there and grant sponsorships all day long. Mm-hmm. And I would go through all of the email we received. So I would, re- I would reply to every message and then use KISS to like upgrade or downgrade people's sponsorships. And I think at the time you were actually kind of trying to hide that from us. Like you had built some automated system and we didn't know you were manually processing it all in the You're back fucking end. awful, man. <laughs> fucking sucked. Yeah, a couple things happened. As soon as Red vs. Blue was made and took off, like almost everybody moved out of town. You moved to Puerto Rico, and Jason moved to uh, New York. J- Jason, who plays Sucker, he moved to New York. I was like, what the fuck? We got, there's something going well here, guys. Well, we already had plans to move. He packs up shop and leaves town. But uh, my favorite memory, or the craziest memory that I don't think I've ever talked about from the, those days was you set up the sponsorship thing. I was working with Jeff. We launched it midday. And I said, Jeff, let's just launch the sponsorship model. We told people it was coming, and I'll we'll go to lunch, and we'll come back, and we'll see how this thing does. It was basically a moment of, like, are we going to be able to continue making this thing? And I had faith that we were going to, but you never know. Right. Uh, I, thought, I thought there are people out here that will support us. You know, um, They want to help out. And so you set it up. You said, we'll turn it on. I started getting the test emails. They came in. Um, and in my Outlook, they came in with a certain subject line. And so I set up an alert on my Outlook that when they came in, it would play a little cash register sound. Classy. Yeah, it was from AIM. Uh, it was a cash register wave from, from AIM. It was like, cha-ching, it would do that. 
So Jeff and I went to lunch, and we were talking about it. We were trying to, like, not focus on it too much to see how this thing would go. We're at lunch, and I get a call from the office. And I, I thought, that, oh, shit, what's the problem? So I answered the phone. One of the guys from the office was, was said to me, he said, hey, 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 where are you? Where are you? And I said, I'm at lunch. And he says, I need you to come back here. Uh, you, have to, you have to unlock your laptop. And I said, why? Or unlock your computer. Probably wasn't a laptop at the time. I said, why? He goes, it keeps making this sound, and it won't stop. <laughs> and I hear in the background of the phone call, I hear that cash register sound behind him going, like, over the top of itself. Like, ching 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 And I hung up the phone, and I looked at Jeff, and I was like, you're not going to fucking believe this. And it was like, that was the moment. Get her. That was the moment when I was like, this is, oh, that's cool. That actually, oh, oh, shit, 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 swing. I said, that was, that was the moment. That was like a crazy, like, moment of, like, runaway success. Yeah. And, and because it was, you know, that involves money, you know, people can, you know, infer from that, you know, uh, that we were making money on that stuff right out of the gate. That we never really talked about it. Because right. we always felt like that would be like, oh, Fuck. you're dead. I didn't leave my day job for three years. Yeah, I think it was season three, halfway through season three before that happened. But it definitely helped. That, that helped. And that early support, I mean, I cannot tell you to this day how appreciative I am of all those people in those early days that sponsored us. Do you remember the first, the, the, this first dude who, uh, uh, on the first day, that the sponsorship was 20 bucks, and he sent us 300 bucks? Yeah. And we wrote him back. We said, hey, you did this wrong. Uh, you sent us too much money. He goes, no, you guys keep it. He goes, you guys have in three weeks given me more laughs than I would on a night out with my friends at a uh, comedy club. And that's what this would cost me, so I figure you guys deserve it. And we were just like, wow, you know, this could – we could actually build a business in online entertainment. That was that moment where it's like yeah. there are people who will actually support this stuff. People are ready to watch stuff online, and that's a, a primary form of their entertainment. It's funny because I thought, wow, comedy clubs are a great business then. <laughs> Gus, Gus left us immediately and started a comedy club in uh, Puerto Rico. I should turn this down a little bit earlier. That's okay. We don't want to interfere with it. But yeah, that's so so here we are back on the beach again. Look, we're 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 reinventing ourselves all the time. With more colors. Totally different beach every time you do this. Every yeah, this game is weird because it, it's one of the harder games to video record in because you forget how vibrant it is when you're alive and fresh, uh, as opposed to like wandering around bleeding, covered in bandages, and getting shot up by other humans. I'm sorry we didn't see a human today, Gus. Yeah, it's low population still. Uh, oh. We saw that tree though. Got a lighthouse. Alpha. Want to remind everyone? <laughs> Want to remind everybody this is an alpha candidate. Should be judged for final release. Oh, look at this lighthouse. I love that. This is one of the first things I ever encountered. So one of the first things you showed me. Yeah, in DayZ, we found a uh, we found a lighthouse. I oh, once cool. found a bike by a lighthouse. That's kind of like a good way to like bring this full full circle and uh, wrap up our conversation here. We went well over an hour, Gus. You and I. I can. Well, I like to talk. Oh yeah. But usually, we ta- we usually, talk every week on the Rooster Teeth podcast. <laughs> available at roosterteeth.com/podcast. You always try to cut us short too. But what about those? Anything else you want to talk about from those early, early days? Um, so I, I guess you know it's it's it's. I already talked about the the big thing, which was you know I feel like I don't talk about what I was doing during that first year while you all were making the videos. Uh-huh. You know, putting you know managing all the sponsorships. You know, taking care of the PHPBB stuff. Um, and then when I came back, it was a good fit because. I didn't have a job anyway, yeah. so I just lived in spare bedrooms and, you know, continued to do that and to try to, you know, provide the flexibility to help, you know, get other things done. That way there wasn't so much filming and shit to do at night. Mm-hmm. And then so, and when did you come back to the U.S.? Uh, it was February 04, so I was gone for a year. February 04. So, yeah, I came back uh, right at the beginning of season two, between season one and season two. Crazy. And then, you know, we, uh, 
uh, you know, fast forward 12 years, we're about to hit our 12th anniversary. Gus, you run the podcast, which is now turning into like a few different shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we have big. We just talked about big plans for that in 2014. Um, you know, you run RTX, which is you know growing by leaps and bounds, and we're trying to figure out what next steps and where to take that thing mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 funny. I have a a thing where I'll look at people in the company now. And I'll look at, you know, Adam taking care of our servers. I'll look at Patrick, who's, you know, our director of broadcast stuff. And I'm like, I used to do all of your jobs. I know. I do, I do the same thing. I'd say all the time. And it's like, it's funny as we expand, it's like, I remember hoping I could get to the point where I could do just one of these jobs. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's great. I feel like we've been really fortunate and uh, we have a, a great team of people who work and specialize on things and, uh, you know, really knock it out of the park. Yeah, and it's like you can tell, look back through our company, too. There's been a lot of times where it's like, you know, you look at the course of a year, and we would circle back through all the different parts of our company, like focusing on something like, okay, let's work on the website. Okay, now let's work on this. Now let's make a show. Now let's, uh, you know, focus on sponsorships and what we're going to do there. You know, and you just, like, circle back around on stuff. And now it's the point where we can just work on everything all the time because we have so many cool people. It's great. Yeah. Go, go from, uh, you know. You know, one person in a bedroom, two people, two people in a bedroom, three people, then five people with Matt and Joel, and then now we're up to what, sixty-eight? Something people? like that's was crazy. Our last headcount. Yeah, we were just talking about the new building that we're moving to. Matt was uh, at his end of the year CEO speech, was uh, telling us all about that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's uh, hope, continued growth, which is awesome, even after all this all this time. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you know, Gus, thanks for sitting down and talking to me. Yeah. And uh, I, I feel hungry. <laughs> I, feel, I feel thirsty. I want to drink something. Thanks to all of you for listening. It's been fun, Gus. Yeah. It's been fun. So we'll sit down and maybe sometime in the future and uh, talk more about, like, the years in between. Let's, let's like do it in 12 more years when we do it via hologram. Yeah, we'll do it in uh, the year 20,026. <laughs> Jesus.